0: Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Um, Today, we are discussing Chapter 11 of Harry (laughs) Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Quidditch. We have some announcements and reminders um, we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag wizardteam on Twitter. You can also um, tag us at we black and Nerds to follow along.
0: Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. So, channel your inner Dean or your inner Blaze Sabini. Mm-hmm. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines.
1: Um, also, subscribe to our newsletter. Um, every week we share nerd news and links about what's been going on um, in the world. So, if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Um, this is It's not, like, Harry Potter exclusive. Um, so, it's just, like, all kinds of stuff that we like. Be that, like, Marvel, um, I don't know... Doctor Who, Orphan
0: yeah. Black. Doctor Strange just started filming. That was um, featured on our last yeah. newsletter. Um, Daniel Jose Older went, not off, but he had some really good comments about uh, the children's book, A Fine Dessert. Um, we shared that. So, I mean, it's just anything that, you know, piques our fancy. Um, yeah. We like to, you know, share with you guys.
1: We also share links to our own, like, posts. Um, yeah. But those also come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You don't necessarily have to wait for the newsletter to read those.
0: You should just read, yeah, just check up. Check check them out. out. Tuesdays, Thursdays, Mondays we've been doing Doctor Who recaps. Yeah, yeah, so let uh, You can go to
1: blackgirlsnerdout.com to find all of those things. Yes, and you can Um,
0: follow us on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Like us on Facebook at Black Girls Nerd Out. We're also on Instagram and Tumblr at Black Girls Nerd Out. Those don't get as much love, um, but I'm working on it. I'm trying. Sorry. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Really quick news. Probably not that quick news. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic Beasts. Um, Woo! So we've got a, this past week. We got a new logo, photos. We've learned some like small like tidbits about like magical the magical world in the United States. So for example, the equivalent of the Ministry of Magic in Britain is the Magical Congress of the United States here, um, aka I guess. I don't know if it's just like an acronym or if you actually pronounce it as a word, but How I would just say pronounce- MACUSA or MACUSA or something.
0: Okay. It was just But I'm not it, sure. I just called it MACUSA. That too. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm not
1: totally sure like if it's I mean, a- well,
0: we would say like Congress of CODIS is what we would call. So in actual terminology, which I mostly learned from the West Wing, great show, check it out. Um, You know, we call the president POTUS, P-O-T-U-S, the president of the United States, and Mm -hmm. Supreme Court is SCOTUS, S-C-O-T-U-S, Supreme Court of the United States, Mm -hmm. and Congress is CODUS. So, MCOTUS probably would make more sense, um, and you wouldn't have the A, that's like something that I think... The British would do because we would just. Well, call I don't know it,
1: how long have we been saying POTUS and stuff, though. Because I've been saying it
0: for a long time.
1: Really? Because yeah. I, I'm
0: not saying that.
1: <laughs> I just, I've only heard it being used like colloquially in colloquial. That's a word, right? Yeah, yeah it's only in been the past used, couple of years. It's so, only so been so used
0: um, by like non-political, like politicos and stuff right. outside of the Hill. Um, basically, since the West Wing took off and it Got was it. popular, but. Um, they didn't make POTUS up out of nowhere. It's it's well, no, no, no. Space. I'm not saying like no, no. I know, sense. but yeah, it yeah. was it was kind of more inside baseball that just got got
1: it. I think also it. though that like I don't necessarily think that it would be because it's been proven time and time again that like the magical world doesn't give a fuck what's happening in the like that is true. in the mogul world. Um, they're like you know it's whatever you know what I mean. We do what we want, and if there happens to be some kind of correlation, that's cool. And if not, then whatever. Yeah,
0: like we'll um, we'll. Kind of go along with your structure, like the structure of governance, hence the Minister of Magic and the kind right. of like- similar um, terminology and governing bodies. But um, there, it seems at least um, from what we've know, from what we found out, that the president. Um, the magical president of the unit. What is he called? The president of... Ma- whatever. Um, president <laughs> Quayhog. He's got more um, power than, like, President Obama or, or than the muggle president would. There's, it doesn't... We haven't really dived deep into it, but it doesn't, like, from the jump, feel like there's a lot of checks and balances or anything like that. Right. Like, I haven't been heard about a magical Supreme Court, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was one. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting... Um, I think the thing that I am very eager to talk about, I was going to say excited, but it's not like an excitement thing. It's an trepidation thing. It's Nomad versus Muggle. Mm -hmm. And someone, um, and I'm sorry, I'm recovering from the flu, so um, I can't think of who it was, but someone on Twitter did point out to me when I was like, I don't know if I could do this Nomad thing, um, that it is 1920s usa so Mm -hmm. we probably have or we definitely have uh, evolved in our slang for the muggle kind or the no marriage kind but someone else also said no match sounds like badge and that's why i was like i was like (laughs) I saw that yes maybe that is why i'm just like i don't like it i don't
1: dislike it i i mean like i don't know i think muggle like kind of rolls off the tongue better um but I also think that it makes sense that there would be a different way well, to it say totally it. it totally makes sense. And I'm also kind of curious in terms of like, like how, I mean, I'm sure there are Native American witches and wizards, but in terms of like the European American ones or like non-Native American mm-hmm. wizard, witches and wizards, I'm curious, like the similarities in their, um, like, I guess, I don't want to say immigration totally, because that doesn't completely, like, encompass <laughs> That's not, like, the right word for every single, like, group, but essentially immigration to the United States, or to what is now the United States, and, yeah. like, how those are paralleled with the, like, buggle world, or if it's, like, a totally separate thing. So, um, this so, is um... Because, So, you know, so I'm saying that to say, so, like, for example, the fact that we don't spell certain words the same as how they do in Britain is, like, specifically because we were being petty and was, like, that's how they spell it in Britain. We're, we're, mm-hmm. like... We're like a separate world now. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to have ties to the UK. So, that, so now we're going to so, spell it with an O instead of yeah. an O and a U. So, like, O so, U,
0: who needs it? But,
1: so, then I'm just curious into like how that particular word, like, came out. You know, like, how what it came out of. If it was like they just decided, maybe, yeah, like, if they just decided that was because also nomad is really lazy. Yeah. Like, non-magical, which is also low-key American. So, then I'm like, so I don't know. There's like different ways that that could have been come that 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 word could have come about, and yeah. so I think culturally is really what I'm interested in with um, with that, and I think also because Newt is, like, British, seeing how he deals with those, like, cultural issues as well.
0: Yeah, you just um, sparked to mind the book American Gods by Neil Gaiman, which I highly recommend if you haven't read it. Um, it's kind of, like, now a classic, um, but kind of deals with the old gods coming from Europe and things and how they integrated into America and how um a lot of them are like losing power or losing influence because we don't we I'm we like Americans we just don't we don't know about that and we don't fuck with that like mm-hmm. leprechauns is just something that we kind of laugh about and think about cereal and, right um so <laughs> I mean that's what I you know but like
1: or the luck of the Irish yeah. Disney oh
0: I love that movie <laughs> um, but yeah that kid sorry <laughs> no I'm not doing it okay. um, we're trying to cut down on the tangents Ganges, and yeah. that would send us on a big one but um, it is true though that like a lot of especially the thing that we talked about within representation a lot of the people that Newt are interacting with, at least in this first one, are going to be, like, white European, exactly. Americans, Caucasian. Um, and so it, it will be interesting to see, too, like, something that we don't really see in Harry Potter is, like, I mean, A, the slang between, you can even tell the slang between, like, me and Bayana, which we talk about, like, Northern California versus Southern California is different. Um, they're in New York, but there's also a difference in class like slang and like in terms of like what is said um an upper class richer society like they have a different slang a different you know way of speaking colloquialism um is dependent on a lot of different factors not just your country so um, I personally yeah I'm not a huge fan of Nomadge. it sounds like it also sounds you know and this is something that I'm just thinking I'm thinking this through <laughs> as we go along but um it also sounds very like posh in a way that is corny you mm-hmm. know it's like like a preppy kind of slang no it
1: does sound corny I think I mean like, um, because I think that especially making it be like a combination of To you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. just a shortened version of, like, non-magical people versus, like, muggle. I don't know where she came up with muggle, but it's, like, a random-ass word. And, like, it could have roots in something. Whereas, like, this doesn't necessarily have any roots in anything other than, like, it's just an abbreviation of something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I always kind of thought, too, like, um, the thing, like, one thing that I really love and I really, really want to learn um, is Cockney rhyming slang. And so I always kind of thought, like, it might be some sort of cockney rhyming slang type of way that she got to muggle mm-hmm. um, but she also could have just pulled it out of thin air because she's brilliant um, but yeah, I think it makes it, 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 it's an interesting um, choice, but it does sound to like a like kind of a 20s type of you know in, in, in that time period it it makes sense
1: yeah,
0: um, but I, I'm still saying muggle.
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I grew Muggle, up. I, 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 I grew up with have, like
1: strong feelings about nomads. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I was on Twitter and some people were like pissed, and I was like, "Really?" Calm yeah. A little bit. It's not that. Like it's you know, it's an interesting thing to think about and to talk about, and like whether you like it or not. Like you have like I don't know. I
0: don't have very yeah, strong feelings people have strong it. feelings, but I think it's also one of those things where it's like you have to remember that we grew up with these books, but these books are not set in our country. That, so, yeah, there's like that like,
1: plus the fact that it's we're we were dealing with a very small population of, yeah, like Goblet of Fire kind of
0: expanded, has expanded
1: and like shows us that we're all in a very, like, I don't know, microscopic, like, <laughs> like environment. Um, but even then, like, they kind of mention Bulgaria and France, but it's not really a big thing, like, yeah. a lot of it is very, like mentioned and slightly touched on but barely and if you think um, about
0: it too like france and bulgaria are not big countries either like no. what about like asian magical uh communities or right? right. rush like russia's huge and a lot of it is inhabitable but a lot of it is inhabited mm-hmm. and i'm sure that they're not walking around saying muggle
1: Right. Um, I think the other thing is that because both of these countries speak English, like America yeah. and the UK, then there's, like, a kind of thing. But I'm not, I'm. but again, like, it makes sense that Americans wouldn't call non-magical people muggles. I mean, Based we say history. Fanny
0: to talk about the butt, and they say Fanny to talk about the V. Like, that alone. Fag to them and the cigarette is completely different to us. Um, which is, like, a also tangent, sorry, but, like, we are so out of pocket for calling, like, I would rather fag any. No tangents. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> that was like. I, I, I you almost committed and then you were like, yeah. actually, no. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, I was like, I just want to say this, but then I'm like, but I have strong feelings about this and I can't just like. say. So I'm just going to move on. Okay. Joe's um, writing a new children's book.
1: Oh, wait, are we not going to talk about the photos and the logo?
0: Oh, yeah, let's talk about the photos and the logo. Just
1: real quick, because, yeah, I yeah we need to get to the chapter, but real quick. Okay, so the logo I thought was really cool. I don't think it's on Pottermore, or it is, but it's, like, not somewhere. Oh, wait, there's other news. I forgot. Okay, but that's... We can keep going. Um, um, so the the logo, logo
0: was cool. It looks cool. Um, I have a special place in my heart for Eddie Redmayne that happened way before uh, he was cast in this movie. But, um, the photos just, like, I made me squee. Like, you know, you guys, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but I got a little bit of a ginger thing. A little bit, a little bit of a ginger thing. And, um, he just looks so great and so cute. And, um, he's like, he's, he's got, he's got all the bits of everything that I was just really excited for. His, um, his outfit was really cute, um, kind of just off-kilter enough to be like, okay, he's weird so he had that wizarding, you know, like he's not wearing a cloak, but mm-hmm. doesn't totally fit in. He kind of looks like the doctor. Which, shout out to Bayana. <coughs> I'm having a little bit of an attack here. You're okay. For The, tie, the cool thing, that was awesome. Yeah, you Somebody was
1: mad about that,
0: but... I didn't understand that.
1: I, I kind of got it. I got, like, the point was that it's a very... It's, like, the same kind of thing happening. It's, like, the Sherlock and the Doctor, and the, it's, like, a very, like, similar look. But, I don't know. I didn't but if you think about, about
0: Sherlock it. and the Doctor... It's not, look, well, the Matt Smith Doctor, because... Right, because exactly that's other
1: thing. It's like, the, the Doctor um, has a bunch of incarnations, and there's
0: one... But that's one thing, and, like, this is actually... Kind of goes along with my, like, attraction thing. It's, like, all of those actors... Are very lean and link and lanky and like and lice and um they have a similar body type. So
1: the other thing is like it's also based why, on one set.
0: Yeah, and I but I think also like that's why and wasn't the doctor in when he took on that Victorian? He was in the Victorian era, mm-hmm. and this is
1: before he looked like a professor, and then he looked like he was in
0: the Victorian era, and this is yeah. the
1: twenties. I um, mean, I. They do look similar. I get it. But also, I
0: don't know. I didn't have strong feelings about it. But I think too it's it's a type of clothing that um, just looks good on these adorably lanky British men with floppy (laughs) hair. And you have to give all of these actors, Sherlock, I don't know, Benedict Cumberbatch, Matt Smith, and Eddie Redmayne props. They're very talented actors. So it's not like they're like, oh, they all look alike, and that's why they're um successful. They're all very talented actors, and they happen to have the same body type, but um yeah, I was excited about the photos i um like the didn't photos, I thought the
1: logo was cool, like the s was a um I can't remember what it was I think the, it said like, it was an ashwinder. Which oh, I need okay. to go. I actually realized I don't have Fantastic Beasts because I didn't get. Um, I'm gonna buy it. Don't give it to me now. No, I'm not giving um, what? <laughs> like you pulled them yes? out, but it's because I got um, Quidditch Through the Ages um, from the UK, and so they didn't come together. Yeah, and so I didn't. I never okay. got it. But I'm
0: still. So, but I'm gonna. You get You thought it. that I was gonna give you my book? Well, you pulled it out, and I was. I like, I pulled what it are you out doing? to see with the Ash window, if, the, if, the, if it was in here because I, I haven't actually really gone through these. Um.
1: I mean, we can but let's later, keep, but Yeah,
0: let's keep going. Um, okay, gonna... so yeah, so
1: there's that. Um, I liked the pictures. I had some some thoughts about and feelings about like the the race, um oh, got it. aspect of that. Um but I talked about it on Twitter and we still gotta get to the actual chapter that we're supposed to be talking mm-hmm. about, so I don't wanna super get into it. Unfortunately I didn't link my tweets to get tweets together. But I was at work and so mm-hmm. I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. I was you know what I mean, I wasn't as like but they're they're like intentional t- about it as in a row like it. they're in a row if you like scroll down you'll um, find them
0: yeah um. <laughs> if you sign up for our newsletter you will be linked to the first, the first one. in the series of um seats.
1: also really quickly Newtonde's enchanted suitcase is bigger on the inside I love uh, undetectable extension charms they're awesome um, yeah so he just like carries a bunch of beat like magical creatures in a suitcase which I think is awesome
0: yeah so an ashwinder is created when a magical fire is allowed to burn unchecked for too long. A thin, pale gray serpent with glowing red eyes will rise from the embers of an unsupervised fire and slither away into the shadows of the dwelling in which it finds itself, leaving an ashy t- trail behind it. The Ashwinder lives only for an hour or during the time, and during that time seeks a dark and secluded spot in which to lay its eggs, after which it will collapse into dust. Ashwinder eggs are brilliant red and give off intense heat. They will ignite the dwelling within minutes if not found and frozen with a suitable charm. Any wizard realizing that one or more ashwinders are loose in the house must trace them immediately and locate the nest of eggs. Once frozen, these eggs are of great value to use in love potions and may be eaten whole as a cure for ague. Ashwinders are found worldwide. Oh, so, awesome. um, I pretty like, cool
1: magical creatures are often. Awesome, so I do need to read that before so that I could have random facts she in is, my head. She's
0: eyeing my book, y'all. I'm like, gonna buy it
1: because I actually like, so I it went, is a turkey so on what Thanksgiving. Happened, this, I was gonna actually get it this weekend, or no, this weekend, but on um Friday, I went to the mall and I wasn't and I was gonna go buy books, but then, so the way that this mall works is so that there's, is there's, there's stairs, a big sorry, so that there, so I was with my sister and we were going to get food, so there's stairs, but then there's also a Barnes Noble with an escalator and being the like, very smart and lazy people that we are, we were like, let's go through Barnes and & Noble and take the escalator. And so we Beesh. did that. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. And then I realized, oh, there are all these books that I want. And so then we ended up looking around for all the books we wanted. And I was like, oh, I need to get Fantastic Beasts. That's Barnes
0: and & Noble, and by then the I way. And ended up going
1: shopping and then I couldn't buy my books, so.
0: That Barnes & Noble has like zero Daniel Jose older and very upset about it. Yeah. Um, but also the baby was losing her mind, so I didn't get a chance to really look very well. It
1: took me a minute to find stuff I was looking for, though, um, but,
0: yeah. yeah me and, I, me they,
1: and... They switched things around recently, yeah. so it's hard to it's remember hard to... where... I've um, been going to that bookstore since I was, like, 13, and now <laughs> I go there, and I'm like, I don't know where anything is. And me it's...
0: and Aminata not to spend our Halloween there, um, so she could play on the train set and get candy. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Why I okay,
1: thought... anyway, um, I think that's it. I don't know. I yeah. The pictures. The, I'm the photos I'm are really excited. excited for it. Like yeah, I exciting. that's yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say is that I'm excited for it. I'm sure when it comes out we're gonna have a bonus episode where oh, that's all we talk about. we'll have lots of feelings, all that stuff, but it's
0: hard to um really have too strong of opinions off of what they gave us, and I plan on picking up the Entertainment Weekly soon and reading um about what they have in store but again it's one of those things kind of like we talked about with um the curious the The cursed the cursed child i don't want to spoil it like i don't don't want to i don't need to know everything and soak up all this information and then come in with like unrealistic or any expectations right
1: it's like i'm kind of like it's cool like it's good to see the picture it's good to see the logo it's cool to like get a little bit of information like a backstory and like like, what's actually happening is that he gets there, and then he lets all these beasts go, un- <laughs> like, unintentionally, and then they have to, like, go and find them. That's great, and then that's all I need to know. Let me just go watch it, and then it'll be great. And
0: make up our own mind. And,
1: yeah, and then we'll have critiques, and we'll have, like, whatever. Yeah. Um,
0: so, cool. moving on, Joe is writing a children's book. Um, she says, Joe's <clears throat> pretty close to my own heart with this, because she says, like, I have all of these ideas, and... Yeah, it's in there somewhere, but, you know, it'll get out eventually. Um, so she's working on it, but she doesn't want to commit to any timeline or anything like that. But I'm wondering, too, like, where in the children's book
1: spectrum, spectrum is, it's right. going to be.
0: Because if it was like Joe is working on a new YA novel, I would be like, oh, yeah. Right. But if it's going to be more on the terms of, like, what we're reading now, Sorcerer's Stone, I don't know if I'll be able... I mean, I'm going to read it. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. I'm going to read it. If she comes out with a freaking coloring book... Or
1: she did. She is.
0: She is. If mine
1: is coming um, in the
0: mail on Tuesday. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, mine should be coming in the mail on Tuesday, too, then. Probably. I sent Something an email like about it, and I was like... Um, but, yes. yeah, if it was, like... I mean, but what I meant to say is if yeah. it was a picture book, like, ages... Four to five, or whatever. Right. I'm re- I'm picking it up and I'm I'm holding it dearly to my chest and <laughs> reading it. But um, if it was a YA book, um, which is my go-to genre, um, that would be very exciting. Right. So, but we don't have a ton of information. I think it's probably going to be more in the elementary school preteen age, right. um, just from the limited. I mean, she said children's books. Right. She didn't say YA novel. She didn't novel. say young
1: adult. She didn't yeah. say, like...
0: So... Yeah. But, yeah, it's exciting. It's something to be on the lookout for, and more information will probably be coming.
1: Um, And the last thing was a coloring book, which Yay. I just, like, randomly inserted into the last thing. <laughs> Basically, the Harry Potter coloring book, Um, I think, comes out on Tuesday, and... We both pre-ordered it, so. Yeah. There are so
0: mail. many coloring books, so I saw all I bought my Doctor Who um, one, but it doesn't come till February. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so there's a Doctor Who one. There's also a Game of Thrones yep, coloring color book. I, I feel like these are one. all from the same I'm publisher, because sure they, they look very similar. And when I got um, them, like,
1: or when I, like, you know, you order one and then it's it like, shows up. shows up. There's a Sherlock one, too.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Um. Um, and then I was, like I said, I was at Barnes & Noble last week on Halloween with um, Aminata, our co-host. And, um, there was an Outlander coloring book, um, mm. which I haven't read, but I have, um, I got a free book at Comic-Con, so I'm probably going to try to check it out. And I know the the TV show is very, um, successful. And there was another coloring book for another series that I can't remember, but it seems like, you know, adult coloring books are all the rage right now. Yeah. And, and seems like they're all about in that same kind of line, um, But I'm excited. I don't know. I feel like now I should have got two. I feel like I'm going to want a color, but then I'm going to want one that's not colored in. But then there's going to be a time when I'm not paying attention and Aminata grabs it and starts coloring in it.
1: I'm going to put mine on a high shelf in my closet where she can't reach.
0: Yeah, she She won't even know
1: they exist.
0: She colored on my, um, it was my fault. I didn't, it was within reach. But, um, you know, when you go to Comic Con and people are, when you go to any convention and people can um, draw you pictures for like, what are they called? My brain isn't working, but you ask them to draw you a picture and they draw you a picture and then you pay them and then, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. I mm-hmm. have the flu. Um, she colored on that and made me sad because yeah. I asked them to draw a picture of, it was Will Wheaton. Um, anywho. <clears throat> yeah,
1: you just. I don't know. I might show it to her once, and then I'm gonna just be like, "All right, don't touch this," <laughs> and then put it somewhere where she can't touch it. Yeah, it's very easy. She be trying to get to my like Sonic screwdriver and magic wand and stuff when I'm not around. So like, I came downstairs one time, and it was just like in the living room, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> this is not this is not a communal toy." But anyway,
0: she's always trying to my toys. My Groot, she thinks is hers.
1: She that's her literally her first question. When you like, you show her something that's like really cool, and you like it. She's like, "Is it mine?" N- no, like <laughs> you can see it, you can look
0: at it. I had that. It, I had that group for but so long, it's not yours, and she didn't pay attention to it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what it caught her at. Oh, because we had made our little oh, shine of nerd, <laughs> and it was it was prominently placed. Yeah. And then when she found out that it played Michael Jackson, it was over. Yeah. So. It's cool. It's cool. Let's get to chapter 11, Quidditch. Um, I feel like this chapter is pretty interesting. Like, it's um, short, but also, like, a lot of stuff happens mm-hmm. that becomes a bigger deal. We see – and this is something that I, like, just – we have great timing – the first sentence of this is, as they entered November, the weather turned cold. <laughs> we are entering November.
1: The so weather's turning cold.
0: I'm sick. Like, just perfect timing. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, the Quidditch season has begun. And on Saturday, Harry would be playing his first match after weeks of training, Gryffindor versus Slytherin. Um, if Gryffindor won, they would move up into second place in the House Championships. And this is interesting, because I was kind of wondering, like, well, who's second now? We don't really know. It's, like, the first time that they talk about the House Championship, as opposed to, like, five points from Gryffindor, ten points to Gryffindor, and it's just, like, these random points, and you know that other students are giving and giving, or, sorry, are earning points and they're getting points taken away from them. So, like, even if Harry gets five points, like maybe someone earlier that day lost 10 points and then maybe someone else got 20. And so it all is like being aggregated magically by those um,
1: Our hourglasses
0: in the Great Hall. Um, so, this is it's just kind of interesting because it's one of those things that kind of pulls you out from Harry's point of view or the trio's point of view. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's like so much more going on that we're not getting to see. Um, at least that's what I that's how I read it. Right. Um, um go ahead.
1: Okay, so yeah, so now they're getting ready. Um Harry's been kinda of kept a secret. Um but <clears throat> the news that he was playing Seeker had leaked. Um and so it says Harry didn't know which was which was worse. People telling him he'd be brilliant or people telling him they'd be running they'd be running underneath him holding a mattress. So basically it's just another like like um like, the recurring theme of him being under a lot of pressure, um, and just having to deal with, like, people having high expectations for him, um, and so even if they're trying to make him feel better, it's not necessarily helpful because what he, well, basically he just doesn't want anyone to, like, have any expectations. It's just, like, leave him alone, um, but because he is who he is, there's, like, there's just stuff, there's expectations associated with being Harry Potter, um. So just living up to that,
0: to that legacy. We also get to see the um, growing friendship between Hermione, Harry and Ron. So um, this kind of is a little annoying, but it's like, it's, it was really lucky that Harry now had Hermione as a friend. He didn't know how he'd have gotten through all of his homework without her. What with all the last minute Quidditch practice, what was making them do? She had also lent him Quidditch through the ages, which turned out to be a very interesting read well, one way to get through all of your homework is to not take on some pleasure reading, which, I mean, I am the queen of loving to read for fun, but, um, you know, maybe don't have leisure reading when you have all this homework. I think it was Bustle. There was someone recently that did a pretty interesting What If Hermione Hadn't Done Their Homework, Yeah, like, little fanfic, and I always thought, like, I mean, at a certain point she does do their homework but at this
1: right now she's not right she now she's on the next page like yeah she um, she's, she's just, checking their homework yeah so she would never let them copy and she goes how will you learn but by asking her to read it through they got the right answers anyway so it's Which just is, like i mean i think that's a little bit different it is different. you're getting the right answers but you're still learning because she's telling you like why you got it wrong yeah and
0: how she's how helping you so, walk through it right but then towards like Which we'll get to later. Um, She starts to kind of...
1: Yeah, she just, like,
0: writes it, and then she's like, all right. I think it's kind of weird. I don't know. It kind of just struck me as weird that, like, first she's a know-it-all bother, and then they're friends now, and they're still kind of not equal. Like, now they're like, oh, well, now you're a friend, so help us with our homework. Like I mean, I know it's not exactly like that, but...
1: It is sort of like that. It's sort of
0: like that. Yeah. And it's kind of just like... Ugh, patriarchy or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, you know, Harry's got this, this sports ball match. So all of a sudden, like, you know, <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of I went to school, when I was in college, and one of the like foot or basketball was like the big sport at our school. Mm-hmm. And one of the basketball players was um like wanted to work with me on a project, and I didn't want to work with him because I'm like you're a bas-, like you don't have time and whatever. And he literally thought that I was going to, like, do the work. And I was like, you got me fucked up. Right. Like, I know that you think you're important. I know that, like, everyone else treats you like you're important. But this is called a group project. Right. And so if you you're not going to do your part of the project, you will not be getting anything from me.
1: No, I was, like, very shy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I still am. But especially in high school and, like... As the years progressed, I got better. But I was always very clear with people in my, like, like people who were, we were, I was cool with them, but I would be like, if you're not, like, if you're not doing this, like, I'm not doing your work for you. And if you do end up doing it, then, and or if you don't end up doing it, or if I end up doing it, I'm letting the teacher know. Yeah. Like, if I have to end up taking up the slack and getting your work done so that our, like, project is complete and has all the components, I'm letting the teacher know that, you didn't do, you do it, it, and I did it, yeah. Like, that there's no way, yeah. <laughs> like, and people knew they were like cool with that, and they respected that. And I was like, good because I'm not taking any type of nothing from that.
0: So, yeah, I just think that it was kind of like it caught, that caught my eye. Um, Harry learned that there are 700 ways to commit a Quidditch foul, and though people rarely died playing Quidditch, people did referees have been known to vanish and turn up months later in the Sahara Desert, which is very, like...
1: Okay, so that's actually something I wanted to talk
0: about. Specific.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, one, it's very specific. (laughs) The thing is, like, the Wizarding World is so bizarre. Like, their everyday, like, accidents
0: are really ridiculous. They really are. Like,
1: oh, I got... Like, there there was one... Oh, my God. Like, going to... Like, they're in order of the I can't remember any, like, specific ones right now. But, like, oh, oh, okay, so, like, one, for example, when they're in uh, St. Mungo's, and there's, like, the dude who's, like, holding his daughter's foot because she's, like, sprouted wings, and so she's just, like, flying, <laughs> and she can't stop flying, and it's just, like, what is this? Like, y'all have just the most, like, they're so bizarre and so ridiculous, but, um... But awesome. But awesome, and, like, but then it's so... It, I think that it's interesting because, like, she... Joe has this way of, like, taking the, like over-the-top and making it just, like, really mundane. game. yeah. Yeah, and making it just, like, regular, it's just a thing that happens. Like, and the s-
0: way that this is written, like, you know, he's going through the things he's learning, and he's like, seekers, this is the whole tidbit, so, and, well, this is part. Seekers were usually the smallest and fastest players, and that most serious Quidditch accident seemed to happen to them. That although people rarely died playing Quidditch, referees had been known to vanish and turn up months later in the Sahara Desert. Hermione had become... It was just, like, it just... What, that was, yeah. Like, just, it doesn't
1: even... It doesn't even matter. And that was actually something that came up, like... I don't know. When did we do Hamilton Potter? That was, like, a minute... That was, like, ew. a week or so ago. Yeah. Last but week.
0: But we should do it again. So, we should. Great. That was
1: fun. Um, <laughs> I had one other one that was, like, about... It was serious. But that was, like... Aww. Anyway. Um. So, no. So, there was... So, I tweeted this one that's, like... It's basically this image of... um. It's from Order of the Phoenix where there's, like, a quote from Hamilton that doesn't really matter for, like, the purposes of what I'm talking about. Um, so it's a picture of, like, the Daily Prophet, and it's, like, Dumbledore, daft or dangerous, and that's, like, the main, like, headline um, from Order of the Phoenix, like, the movie. But then in the corner, and shout-out to um, Connie for, like, mentioning it, for, like, noticing this within the corner, one of the articles says, Ginger Witch survives henna explosion. And you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, like, the most random thing ever, and, like, obviously, like, I chose Victor because of the Dumbledore like thing, but just like just random shit. Fudge voted. Well, this has nothing to do with what I'm mm-hmm. saying, but Fudge apparently was voted the stylish wizard of the year. Okay, but yeah, he so does it's just, like
0: that bowler hat.
1: He does, but yeah, so it's just like random ass like stuff that happens. Like what happened in that Henna explosion? But of course, the like text is way too small to actually read the article. Yeah,
0: but, but there there are, and maybe we'll just start to kind of circle and point these out as we go yeah. through. It, but there. Are, or just weird act. I mean, even if you want to go back, this isn't really an accident, but you know, Dudley's tail and right, like exactly. having to go get that taken care of. It's like, yeah, Hagrid's not the best wizard and he needs to turn him into a full pig, but like, I'm sure that shit happens all the time. Me too. And that at least is an accident that kind of makes sense, right. right? But like, what are you doing? It's, yeah. Maybe she's ginger. She doesn't want to be ginger, so she's trying to dye her hair. But Maybe. that's like something that like muggles can do with Henna, and there's right. no exploding. <laughs> there's no explosions. Like, yeah, what are you doing with your like,
1: That somehow it became like yeah, explosive.
0: It's just like you know, that's weird. Go to the, the hair shop. I don't, guys. I can't.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so while Robin tries to get herself back together. Um, okay, so Hermione has become, um, more relaxed about breaking the rules since they saved her from the mountain troll, which kind of makes sense. But I don't yeah. like that they say
0: she was much nicer for it. Yeah. Like, I mean, She is the same you know, person.
1: She's, but I think that also, like, she's nicer in part because, part of it is that she's probably she's just less, turning a blind eye because yeah. they're her friends. She's
0: not But I think me. also
1: that she's, she's probably just, like, trying to keep in mind, like, even though Ron was really, like, mean about the way that he talked about her. Yeah. It's not like there wasn't truth to it. She was just way too intense and needed to, like, chill out a little bit. And so I think that while the way that he said it hurt her feelings, I'm sure she took it into account in some kind of way.
0: Yeah. She got more chill.
1: Yeah. She just got a little bit more chill. So then apparently it's, it's like, freezing in the courtyard. Apparently they don't have, like, a heating system in Hogwarts. So she kind
0: of- Well, they're outside.
1: No, but later on it says, like- the only places where it's warm is, like, the Great Hall and by the Hall fire. And it, by was... the fire and like, it is an damn. old,
0: like, medieval
1: Yeah, but, but it's magical. And you should at least be able to have some kind of, like, heating That system. is true. My
0: brother went to Miami, Ohio. And if anyone went to, like, a school that gets really cold, like, they had heated sidewalks.
1: Right. They, and, should, like, they should have If muggles can do it. Then you can do it.
0: You can do <laughs> I'm it. I'm sure it's,
1: like, a simple charm. Like, yeah. Yeah. They really just letting their students freeze in the corridors. But
0: this is great because it's we probably, see. It's
1: probably a way to get them to like not sneak out after after dark.
0: Yeah, this also probably like. Well, you guys have magic. Stick Figure it out. It. Yeah, exactly. like yeah, Hermione gets
1: her, her blue fire that she yeah. puts in a jar.
0: And this is like I underline this bright blue fire that could be carried around in a jam jar. Cause that's like Hermione's signature thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which they don't really show until the last movies, in the, in the movies.
1: Oh, yeah, but it's not but blue.
0: It's not blue, but still, it's like the little yeah. fire that she makes. It just made me happy. It warmed my heart. It's
1: very cute. I want a little bright blue fire in a jar.
0: I know. <laughs> Someone make that on Etsy. I bet you it already exists on Etsy, guys.
1: <laughs> Robin is, like, going through it right now. Um. Okay, so... Um, so they're standing outside around the fire. Harry, they see Snape crossing the yard and Harry notices that Snape is limping. They move closer together to block the fire from from view because they were sure it wouldn't be allowed. But um, Snape notices that they look guilty. So basically he just like takes Quidditch to the ages from him saying that library books aren't aren't to be taken outside the school. And he takes five points from, from Gryffindor because he's just a horrible person. It's like whether that rule is true or not, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Also, it's like their first years, and if it was true, just tell them like, "Did you know library books are not supposed to be taken off outside?" Out of school. And he'd
1: be like, "Oh my bad, professor. I didn't know yeah. that.
0: We'll we'll Which fix is like that right what away." What would do for anyone that wasn't Harry, mm-hmm. I guess. But it's really funny though that like it's it's true um, in in life in general, like, when you look guilty. That's (laughs) true. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like, if you are outside and you make a little blue fire in a jam jar because it's cold and you're like, maybe this isn't allowed, you don't know for sure, just like, go with that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) gonna stop. I got really exhausted.
1: Okay. they go back to the Gryffindor common room. I don't know. Like, oh, okay. So this will happen. So Harry goes, he decides he wants to keep reading Quidditch to the Ages. So he goes to see if he can, like, ask Snape for it back. Seems like a terrible idea.
0: But anyway. Aren't there other he, copies? Like, just one. So yeah, not one. There's probably not another pick. copy.
1: Two, he could probably go see, like, McGonagall and be like, hey, by the way, could you maybe, like, get this book back from me? Or, like, there's there are other there are ways, other ways. Than to confront Severus Snape. But anyway. They he goes to the snap to, to the staff room and he knocks. Um, there's no answer. He knocks again, and then he thinks perhaps Snape had left the book in there. It was worth a try, which is just like no. Why would he leave it in there? He has like other rooms and shit. But
0: anyway, why wouldn't he leave it in the potions
1: dungeon? Right, or like his own court, or his own room. Or,
0: or you knocked and no one answered, and why would you just go take a book that was taken from you anyway? So it doesn't make, way, make sense.
1: None of it makes sense, but. He goes in he looks inside and he sees Snape and Filch inside alone. Um, Snape was holding his robes above his knees. One of the legs was bloody and mangled. Filch was handing Snape bandages. I wrote in here, why not go to Ma- Madame Pomfrey? But then I realized that he wanted to keep it a secret, so I don't know. I so don't why go to out. Filch? That's the other thing. That's a better question.
0: Is I mean, maybe why- because Filch likes the idea of being needed and so he won't, he'll keep confidence that way. Maybe. Maybe.
1: But yeah, I don't know. And then um, and then Snape says, "Blasted thing, how are you supposed to get, how are you supposed to keep your head on all three heads? Sorry, what? How are you supposed to keep your eyes on all three heads at once?
0: And I to- also wonder too though, like, because we find out later that Snape is trying to keep Quirrell from it, that he doesn't go to Dumbledore. Like, right. if you're not doing anything wrong.
1: As far as we know, he doesn't go to Dumbledore.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he could and, have
1: gone to Dumbledore, like Dumbledore Harry went to was, Dumbledore with about Draco and been like, "Oh, whatever,
0: <laughs> it's cool." No, and I, I think that that's probably what happened. Like he went to Dumbledore, and Dumbledore is like, "Nah, I don't see it." Right. Or Like, let's just see how it plays out. Or, right. I'm kind of poor today, so let's let let roll, let it run. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Dumbledore is just like he's like the drunk uncle. He just does what he wants. I don't know. Like, Dumbledore... He's
1: like, let's just wait and see. It's cool. So it's probably fine.
0: Yeah, I can take him. (laughs) Until it's, like, not fine. He's like, oh,
1: shit, it's probably not fine.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, if he's not going after the stone and he's just trying to keep Quirrell from getting the stone, he shouldn't be ashamed that he got hurt. No. Like, it would just kind of, it would be kind of like, I kind of um, imagine that he would be treated the way that people treated Harry and, uh, Half-Blood Prince about Draco. Like, all right, dude, um, you're kind of going a little nuts, mm-hmm. but-
1: But whatever. Whatever, you know? That, and then also, he could have come up with another, he's smart, like, he could come up with another excuse for why right? his leg, he'd be like, I fell, or like, some potion fell on, I don't know, Anything. Yeah, I want to. Go. I tripped in the forbidden forest. Whatever, figure something out. But like, why you got filched when there's like a full-on like doctor in your spot?
0: Right, Madam um, Pomfrey can regrow bones like no right. big deal.
1: You really wouldn't have to be limping around. You just go really there, wouldn't. patch it up. You're cool. That's like two hours tops. Anyway,
0: I'm gonna lay down on my side here, but I'm still talking. Let's do this.
1: You can do it. I, I can do it. You.
0: <laughs> I was feeling so good.
1: I don't know what happened. It's okay. I know I did one episode where my stomach was, like, hurting hella bad. And i was just like, oh, God. So I understand. <laughs> it sucks. Okay, so Harry tries to shut the door. But Snape obviously sees him because... Potter! Yeah. <laughs> and then Harry, of course, I just wondered if I could have my book back. Dude, it's not the time. Get out! Out! <laughs> um, and so Harry leaves before Snape taking more points from Gryffindor. And when he gets back to the common room... He tells Ron and Hermione what they saw. And he says, you know what this means? He tried to get past the three-headed dog at Halloween. That's where he was That's where he was going when we saw him. He's after whatever it's guarding. And I bet my broomstick, he let the troll in to make a diversion. a diversion. And <laughs> I wrote, because I'm just hella dumb and like petty. I was like, you'd lose that bet. And then what would you do? <laughs> but still, yeah, you would lose the bet. He'd um, be rolling
0: around in one of the Quidditch broom Exactly. I mean, the Hogwarts. Broom.
1: broom that would suck wood would never forgive him mm. so then hermione is saying
0: i know he's not very nice but he wouldn't try to steal something dumbledore was keeping safe
1: exactly and then ron honestly hermione you think all teachers are saints or something i'm with harry i wouldn't put anything past Snape. and what's he but what he's what's he's after what the but what's he after what's that dog guarding again it's none of your business none also you only like, as abusive and, like, horrible as Snape is, it's not like they know him. So, like, assuming that, like, oh, because he's so terrible to us, that doesn't quite, that doesn't necessarily translate to, oh, he's a dark wizard. I know that he, like, you know, dabbled in dark arts, and, like, we find out later that he's a Death Eater. Or, but,
0: or it a death eater to, but it also goes to, it goes to Snape's, credibility with like I mean you're teaching children and like oh
1: no no, no. I mean I'm he's, sorry I'm just saying the, I'm saying the, the jump for them yeah obviously he's horrible and we, we've we like gone on random but I mean no him, I know
0: but I'm just I'm, I'm I'm saying yes you're right they're making a jump but you have to be a pretty crappy person to for a
1: jump to like yeah for dark, that
0: jump to theme the logical you know what I mean even to an 11 year old like, I mean, like, there are times when, like, if I tell Ami it's nap time, and she's like, you're not my friend, <laughs> that's, which that's, happens a lot. That's
1: her ultimate um That's, like, insult. the insult. That's, that's insult. when she's fully done with you. We're not being friends.
0: We're not friends anymore. <laughs> Until. But, she,
1: but it's really easy to twist that around. All of a sudden, she needs something from you, and you're like, oh, I, I thought we were friends. You. No, we can be friends now if you want. <laughs> like, how about, I don't want to be your friend. Okay. Now what? How about you anyway. don't get in...
0: Penny squabbles with a three-year-old. Sorry. But my point is...
1: It's fun, actually. It's it, actually really entertaining. But we can keep going on the okay.
0: Harry Potter. <laughs> um, my point is, is that when Aminata says, you're not my friend, she does not say, you are a dark wizard trying to kill people. That's true. She does not jump to that. <laughs> so, you know, like, even three-year-olds who have literally negative chill, like, no chill, don't go from... I don't like you very much right now, too. You're a dark wizard. (laughs) How terrible is Snape that, like, that's where they jump, and it's not, and, like, Hermione's not, like, no, definitely not. She's like, I don't know, right? That's true. she's not very nice, you know. And then, well, I think for quickly, her, she's
1: trying to be logical. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. she changes by the end of the chapter, but she starts off with like, he's a bad
0: person, but he's not a dark wizard. And they're yeah. like, nah, bruh. Like, nah. she's like, her logic is like, why like, would they hire they a dark it. wizard exactly for this I mean. school? But by that logic, I would also say Hermione. Why would they? Freaking let a three-headed dog just be chilling in a third corridor. Why?
1: Because apparently there's nowhere else to hide things in the wizarding world. You got to take it to the school.
0: I mean, y'all want to believe that do Hogwarts... Do we do that in
1: America? I hope I hope the American school doesn't do that. Hell
0: no. Because
1: that do not make no sense.
0: There's a forest right across the way.
1: And it's forbidden. That's a okay, like, thing.
0: A forbidden, this, forbidden this forest where real this, estate. the students <laughs> are not going. I'm
1: just saying... That, that Hogwarts is not in prime real estate, actually. Like, there are too many dangerous factors around that castle. I feel like they should have chosen a better location. Anyway, we can go on to the next part. <laughs> um, so the next morning, it's Quidditch. Um, Harry doesn't want to eat, and he's all nervous. And then we get to, like, the Quidditch pitch, and this is an interesting kind of part because the nar- of the narration. So... A lot of the times, and this is really, I feel like this is only the only time that this happens in the series aside from like the random times when we get like one chapter and that's usually at the beginning from a different point of view. And usually Harry's not there at all, whereas like this time we get some like point of view from Ron and Hermione. Oh, yeah,
0: they, uh,
1: which sure. they don't do. I don't think, I don't think she does that any other, at any other moment except for now when they're like watching Harry, um, uh, what's it called? play quidditch but i think that it's interesting it works for this moment and i think i think just in general this narration like this section for narration is interesting especially with lee but anyway so what's actually happening so they join ron hermione joined neville sheamus and dean um dean the west ham fan which is
0: shady <laughs> we know who dean is
1: that's true up in the top row as a surprise for harry they had painted a large banner on one of the sheets scabbards scabbers had ruined it, it said, Potter for president, and Dean, who was good at drawing, had done a large Gryffindor lion underneath.
0: Then um, Hermione performed a tricky little charm so that the paint flashed different colors. Exactly,
1: because they're Brightest awesome.
0: witch of her age.
1: Um, so then Harry, meanwhile, Harry's in the locker room, would clear his throat for silence. He says, okay, men. And, and women, women. says uh, Chaser Angelina Johnson. this wizard shout Bay. Shout out to you, Angelina. Um, this is actually the first time she's mentioned, which is kind of cool. That's like your intro- introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, and women would agreed. This is it. The big one, said Fred Weasley. The one we've all been waiting for, said George. We know all of her speech by heart, Fred told Harry. We were on the team last year. To which I wrote, three Weasleys on the team at the same time. Yeah, go Weasleys. Um, this is where, like, I think both of us started doing math into, like, (laughs) who made up the team the year before, because I think that, for me, reading it, reading it before, um, I always assumed that Harry replaced Charlie, and then that was it, and it was the same team, but then you remember, like, we'll see, um, so what says, like, this is the best Gryffindor team we've had in years, we're going to win, I know it, so last year they had Charlie, um, as their seeker, and, and as the captain, um, but they didn't have Katie, because Katie was a... First year, last year, which means mm-hmm. what does it say? So, so it was Charlie plus Wood plus three. So plus three second years. So Fred, George, and Angelina, but not Alicia. Alicia was just a reserve, so she wasn't technically on the team. Like she just was probably a backup for someone. So that means that there's like two other members who were probably. I would I would assume there were seven years. I, I did. Um, she's, like, mentioned later in, like, the – in Lee Jordan, like – No, I you know.
0: Like, I'm just um thinking through. Yeah. Okay. Because I did, you know, doing the math.
1: Yeah. So, even – so, I think it makes sense because, like, while this team is hella good, it makes sense to the team last year wasn't because, like, they had Charlie and he was raw, but they didn't have, like, the – like, this and, team has
0: really great chemistry. And second year – Versus Fredded, third exactly. year. Like it's you get different. A, you have more experience. Exactly. And, yeah, like that better. was, last
1: year was like Angelina Fred and George's first year playing like Quidditch at Hogwarts. So that's the other thing is like you have, they had a lot of like first, um. Yeah, they had a
0: really young team. Yeah. They had a really with a very, team. um, what's it called? Experienced seeker. Exactly. And now they have a, a more experienced team with a very young seeker. Exactly. But he's hairy and he's amazing.
1: And so he's, yeah, he's natural in their base. And they also just have really good chemistry. Um, which we get to kind of see, like, they're, you know, like, all, both on and off the Quidditch pitch. Um, yeah. they're, like, all really cool with each other. Um, okay. And so then they go out to the Quidditch pitch, and Madame Hooch is refereeing, and she says, now I want a nice fair game of <laughs> all of you.
0: What? Because you're, you're, like, and she says, and my brain went,
1: moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. She's never going to live that down. Okay, and so then Harry noticed that she seemed to be speaking particularly to Slytherin Captain Marcus Flint, a fifth year. Harry thought Harry thought Flint looked as if he had some troll blood in him, and I'm like, damn, you just fought a troll, and that was, like, you seriously consider that? Yeah, but I mean. Shady? I mean, he could, he, but
0: that's he, shady. He's not pretty. Apparently he's, not. He's no blaze of you Apparently know?
1: not. He looks like, freaking, a troll. That's unfortunate. But, which is
0: kind of funny, too, because... I mean, we'll get to it. I think the second, third, fourth book. For what are you talking about, Hagrid?
1: Being a half giant. Yeah, and his mom a, and that's Goblet of Fire.
0: Yeah, so we'll get to it in Goblet of Fire. Sorry, mm-hmm. but I was like, how does that work?
1: Oh, I always troll. think about that with Hagrid. Well, mostly troll well, because trolls smell. Like, apparently, smell like a porta potty. So why would anyone want to have a kid with a troll ever? In but then
0: I'm like, was it like was mom a troll? Because then it? maybe they're a bit cleaner than like an other troll. was she like smarter?
1: Did she like shower? Did you regular like, like what?
0: Did you have like a crazy like person in your family who like, you know, like they like have sex with goats or whatever? No, like, like right. Aberforth.
1: that's unfortunate.
0: Um Does Albert have sex with goats? I don't that know. Was just a I'm sad. not really sure. That was,
1: that was a smear. A weird. I I would rather not think that. Let's not there. think about it. Anyway, all of this is weird. Thing is weird to think about. but <laughs> you, you know, start getting into like the minutia of Shane. Yeah. yeah so, but tell how us this, like, like, tell technically us works. um think. Yeah. Listeners
0: on Twitter figuring
1: out how it technically works. But... I'm sorry, if
0: there's going to be a lot of um static here, but <laughs> Just... um, yeah. Um,
1: what else? So yeah, so Harry um sees the Potter for President banner and his heart skips he feels braver, which is just awesome. So but nice to have friends. Friends are the ones you can depend on. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Um, I went, like, all out order. You did. Cool. So then they're off. And then we get this amazing narration from Play Jordan. It's a play-by-play, but it's also, like, you see his, like, his, you know, you see his opinions go up. It's, like, very original, and, like, I just love, it's great. Do you want to do it, or?
0: I can... I mean, I'm. I don't
1: know if you. I was gonna do it, but if you want to, I don't care.
0: You should do it because you have more energy than I do.
1: Okay. All right. So, fifteen brooms rose up high, high into the air. They were off, and the Quaffle is taken immediately by Angelina Johnson of Gryffindor. What an excellent chaser that girl is, and rather attractive too. Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, Professor. And she's really belting along there. A neat pass to Alicia Spinnet. A good find of Oliver Woods. Last year, only a reserve. Back to Johnson and, no, the Slytherins have taken the quaffle. Slytherin captain Marcus Flint gains the quaffle and off he goes. Flint flying like an eagle up there. He's going to score. No, stopped by um, an excellent move by Gryffindor keeper Wood and the Gryffindors take the quaffle. That's Katie Bell of Gryffindor there. Nice dive around Flint off up the field and, ouch, that must have hurt. Hit in the back of the head by a bludger. Real quick. How do you get hit by the, in the back of the head by a bludger and not get a concussion and not die and be able to come back in the next page um, and still play in Quidditch? Do wizards have, like, extra strong skulls or something? Maybe she
0: has, like, a helmet charm. Or it just didn't hit her. It, like, glanced off of her. It didn't hit her square in the head.
1: It's... Oh, anyway, that... You have a lot of that's adrenaline. An, that's an att- intense, um, like injury. I'm just, I've been hit in the head by like a softball, and I feel like being hit with a bludger is like. But you know, much it also worse. depends
0: on like how the where it hits you and how it hits you in terms of like.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, but
0: like if no. it if it's thrown if the bludger, directly if the at bludger, you, like or if it hits literally indirectly. breaks
1: Harry's arm. How does it not crack her skull at the very least?
0: You're I, you're assuming that it just goes straight at her with no interference.
1: It says hit in the back of the head.
0: Yeah, but that could have been like here, like boop, as it was flying this way. I'm doing I'm doing I'm <laughs> doing visuals that y'all can't see, but I'm saying like there had
1: to be some kind of something that happened in between that and her
0: later. Like, um, I don't think it was a direct hit, but also it could have just been like losing moment. I don't know.
1: Anyway, um, I
0: have the flu. <laughs>
1: quaffle taken by the Slytherins. That's Adrian Pusey um, speeding off toward the goalpost, but he's blocked by a second bludger, sent his way by Fred or George Weasley, can't tell which. Nice play by the, by the Gryffindor beater anyway, and Johnson back in possession of the quaffle, a clear field, field ahead, and off she goes. She's really flying, dodges a speeding bludger, the goalposts poster ahead. Come on now, Angelina, Keeper her dives. Misses, Gryffindor score! Um, woo! Yeah! Um, Hagrid appears at um, at the game. Um, so that he can see closer, and they talk about that kind of thing. Um, so, okay, so it says um, when Angelina had scored, Harry had done a couple loop the loops um, to let to let off his feelings. Now he was back to staring around for the snitch. Once he caught sight of a flash of gold, and it was just a reflection from one of the Weasley's witch watch- wrist watches.
0: Why are they wearing watches? That was what I was thinking. Why are they wearing gold watches? You're That's not confusing. first of all why are you wearing
1: gold watches? That's out of pocket. Second of all. Like, I mean, I guess they don't care about jewelry. I just know that, like, playing sports, at least here, in like, muggle sports, they're really serious about you not wearing jewelry so that you don't, like, lose an eye or, like, an ear or some shit.
0: Well that depends. Like, and they don't
1: want, like, liability. It's mostly liability issues, yeah. actually. Um, But, yeah, so I don't know. As somebody who, like, played sports growing up, that just seems, like, weird because that's, like, not realistic for muggle sports. I and mean, maybe for squidditch, it's totally cool.
0: I know girls that used to play uh, basketball with their earrings in, like studs, not hoops. Yeah, no, studs are cool, but Um, even
1: then, no, no, even then I remember um, for softball, you you, you literally, like, I got my um, cartilage pierced when I turned 16, and so for, like, the whole summer um, and fall, I had to wear a headband over it so that they couldn't see that I had it in. Um, And there were, like, a bunch of girls who got their nose pierced during, like, softball season, and would have to, like, take it out and, like, do some other shit. Which is why I didn't get my nose pierced until after I stopped playing softball. But, um, just all this stuff because people, like, the referees were, like, really intense about it.
0: Um. Yeah, I think it depends on the sport and... Yeah. You're flying. It's not that much.
1: They at least shouldn't be gold.
0: Yeah, but they shouldn't... like, yeah. for
1: Harry's sake, but yeah.
0: They shouldn't be wearing them just because if the light...
1: Catches ran, it the wrong way. it...
0: it confuse their own keeper. Exactly. But let's go back to what Lee Jordan was saying.
1: Okay. Um, Slytherin in possession. Uh, Chaser Pusey ducks two bludgers, two Weasleys, and Chaser Bell. Again, she got a hard-ass head. Um, and speeds toward the... Wait a minute. Was that the snitch? Um, and so a murmur ran through the crowd as Adrian Pusey dropped the quaffle, too busy looking over his shoulder at the flash of gold that had passed his left ear. Um, and so... Harry, had, Harry saw it. In a rush of excitement, he dived downwards to the streak of gold. Slytherin's seeker, Terrence Higgs, he has to be black, um, had seen it too. <laughs> neck and neck, they hurled toward the snitch. All the chasers seemed to have forgotten what they were supposed to be doing as they hung in midair to watch. Like, damn, they got really distracted. That's hella funny. Harry was faster than Higgs. He could see the little round ball, wings fluttering, darting up ahead. He put on an extra spurt of speed. Wham! A roar of rage echoed from the Gryffindors below. Marcus Flint had blocked Harry on purpose, and Harry's broom spun off course, her, um, Harry holding on for dear life. Foul, screamed the Gryffindors, and uh, Madame Hooch talks to Flinch about what's happening, orders a free shot for Gryffindor.
0: And Dean comes in with, send him off, Russ, red card! <laughs>
1: I love him. Um, What are you talking about, Dean, said Ron.
0: Red card! In soccer, you get shown the red card. You're out of the game! But this isn't soccer, Dean. But Dean was righteous and Um, furious. And then
1: Hagrid. They ought to change the rules. Flint could have knocked Harry out of the air. And, like, Hagrid only cares because it's Harry. If it was, like, Mm -hmm. any other person, he would not. It's cool. Like, Flint was out of pocket for that. But at the same time, Hagrid has, like, a soft spot for for Harry.
0: I Um, think it's that, but also, like... Clint really could have hurt him. No, but, yeah, of course. So, of course, but you know I feel what I mean, like, he would like have, what set, I'm saying
1: is that that's kind of an occupational hazard for playing Quidditch, is that your yeah. possibility of you getting hurt. And Hagrid's and now like, wanting
0: them to change the rules exactly, because it, it because happened it's to hairy, Harry.
1: And not necessarily because it happened to just anyone. Yeah. Um, you could still be, you know what I mean, like, you'd be angry, but then it's not the same type of...
0: But they should kind of change the rules a little bit, because it's a school!
1: It is. It, that's very true. <laughs> um, I mean, there's like later, doesn't one of them, like, Disip- oh, no, that's not in Quidditch. It was just Fred and George shoved him into a vanishing cabinet. Anyway, um because <laughs> <laughs> they have no chill either. Okay, Lee Jordan was finding it difficult not to take sides. So after that obvious and disgusting bit of cheating. Jordan. I mean, after that open and fr- revolting
0: foul. Jordan, I'm warning you.
1: All right, all right. Flint nearly kills the Gryffindor Seeker, which could happen to anyone, I'm sure. So a penalty to Gryffindor, taken by Finnett, who puts it away no trouble and we continue to play. Gryffindor is still in possession. So, Harry dodges another bludger, um, and then his broom gives a sudden, frightening lurch. For a split second, he thought he was going to fall.
0: Um, It was as though the broom was trying to knock him off, Um, and he's trying to, in his mind, figure out what's happening, because I like that he says nimbus 2000s did not suddenly decide to buck their writers off it's like no but no brooms suddenly decide to no. buck their writers off but no. thank you for the name drop um
1: <laughs> but nobody notices right away so lee is still commentating slytherin in possession uh flint with the quaffle passes spinet passes bell hit hard in the face by a bludger hope it broke his nose only joking professor slytherin score oh no yeah, so they're still not paying attention. Um, then Hagrid says, don't know what Harry thinks he's doing. If I didn't know better, I'd say he'd lost control of his broom. But he can't have.
0: I think um, he kind of, like, starts to think that He's like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say he'd lost control of his broom. Right,
1: it's like kind of an epiphany.
0: But he he can't have. I yeah, guess. it's it's more of a, like... Um he's lost control over the broom, but that doesn't make any sense.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um and so then people start to notice Harry and uh Harry's broom gave us uh Harry's broom had given a wild jerk and Harry swung off it. He was now dangling from it, holding on with only one hand. Did something happen to it when Flint blocked him? Seamus whispered. Can't have, Haggard said, his voice shaking. Can't nothing interfere with a broom except powerful dark magic. No kid could do that to a nimbus two thousand.
0: Thanks for the name drop. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so they're all, like, really confused. Um, and then Hermione takes Harry's binoculars. I knew it, she gasped. Snape, look. So my thing here is, again, she immediately, looks for, she immediately looks for Snape. She's not looking for anyone who could be cursing Harry's room. She's looking for Snape. And the fact that he's whispering just kind of, like, Validates that you know what I mean. That yeah. They, it's, it's it's not necessarily that she was like okay. I would was like doing to this? think
0: that she was kind of scanning, but I don't think she but was. She because immediately what she says is at what Snape. she says
1: is I knew it. Yeah. She doesn't say like oh shit Snape's doing something. She goes I knew it Snape. So it's like that's what her brain. She hears dark to.
0: magic and she looks for Snape. Exactly. Um Which again,
1: he's a terrible person. It's Snape's I know fault. That. It's partly his fault, but it's also still partly them being eleven and hating him.
0: Yeah.
1: Like there's it's both of them. But both he things.
0: keeps giving them reasons to hate.
1: I'm not saying he doesn't. Of course he does. No. But it doesn't make him a dark wizard.
0: But it's his fault.
1: Still the leap to dark wizard is still, I think, really like he's a whor- he's horrible and he's abusive and he's terrible. But so is Dolores Umbridge and she's All not of those a, she's not a death eater. Like <laughs>
0: She's worse than a Death
1: Eater. But she's not a Death Eater, is what I'm saying. And so they're immediately jumping to him, like, you know what I mean? Okay, anyway, so Hermione says he's doing something, jinxing the broom. What should we do? Leave it to me. And so before Ron could say anything else, Hermione disappears. Everyone is watching the Weasleys, or everyone's watching Harry as the Weasleys fly up and try to pull Harry safely onto one of their brooms, but every time they get near, the broom jumps higher. Um, Marcus Flint seized the Quaffle and scored five times without anyone noticing. Dirty. Right, For but what reason? smart. Oh, yeah.
0: Very smart. That's true.
1: It's not like nobody called time out, which, I don't know why they didn't.
0: Like, why didn't Madame Hooch <laughs> But they also got, like, or...
1: distracted. So, Hermione had fought her way across the stand where Snape stood and was now racing along the row behind him. She didn't even stop to say sorry as she knocked Professor Quirrell headfirst into the front row. Ooh, sorry. Um, Reaching Snape, she crouched down, pulled out her wand, and whister- whispered a few well chosen words. Bright blue flames shot from her wand onto the hem of Snape's robes. I'm curious if Harry wasn't cool after she knocked Professor Quirrell Cor- like immediately after, but because she's too focused on Snape, she doesn't notice that he's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's what it is, but I mean, like the way it's written, it makes it seem like it's after Snape that he's cool, when it's probably right after he knocked she knocks Professor Quirrell down. It took perhaps 30 seconds for Snape to realize he was on fire. A sudden yelp told her she had done her job, scooping the fire off of him into a little jar into her pocket. She scrambled back along the row. Snape would never know what happened.
0: Which, at first, that was was like, why would you scoop the, the fire back up? But then I was like, she is so smart because they could trace who made that.
1: No, but what like, I don't get they is that it can chase
0: the magic, and I love no, that she was, like covering my tracks.
1: It still doesn't make sense to me. Why? Unless does the fire set fire? Like the like? Is it like? It's a
0: fire, so she let it be on red
1: and then took the blue part. Is that what? It, it's not really clear because to me it sounds like he noticed there was a fire, and then she took it away from him before she could notice she, it was her, and that makes no sense because then suddenly he's not on fire anymore, or. It might just be yeah, the wording he, of it that makes um, shows, that's confusing. Because he
0: to me. felt it, like the the like he's like, "Whoa, what's happening? Why am I all warm?" But he looks and down then, and
1: sees the fire. He yelps, oh. and then she scoops it back. So I'm confused as to where whether like yeah, I think there's maybe, still
0: more fire. I think maybe or, he's like trying to knock it. You know, like you know when you knock the fire what do you call it when you hit the fire out Uh and then she scoops it back so like in all the commotion he can't be like oh that blue fire is magical fire it's not right you know
1: maybe I don't know that part seemed a little confusing but it's not a big deal Um, yeah (laughs) and then so then suddenly Harry's able to clamber back onto his broom Neville, you can look," Ron said. Neville had been sobbing into Hagrid's jacket for the last five he's minutes. He's so cute. Bless your heart. Um, Harry was speeding to the ground when the crowd saw him clap his hand to his mouth, and though as though he was about to be sick, somehow the Snitch got up in there while he's like freaking yeah, out. Yeah, that
0: part. Like, like, this part doesn't make any sense.
1: This also makes no sense. <laughs> I got get in the in the other one. What happened? Like in the movie, mm-hmm. he just goes after the Snitch again, and then he falls, and he. Yeah, but this, somehow the snitch was like, ooh, somebody in distress. That's someone looking pretty, sorry. It, um, <laughs> like, goes straight into his mouth. Um, that's weird. Anyway, also, I've got, uh, so, he coughed and something gold fell into his hand. I've got the snitch, he shouted, waving it above his head, and the game ended it with complete confusion. Also, I opened at the close. Anyway. Aww. Um, He didn't catch it. He nearly swallowed it. Flint was just salty as fuck,
0: basically. Gryffindor Um, won 170 points to 60.
1: Harry heard none of this, though. He was being made a cup of strong tea back in... How did they get back so quickly? Anyway, back in Hagrid's hut with Ron and Hermione. It was Snape Ron was explaining. Hermione and I saw him. He was cursing your broomstick, muttering. He wouldn't take his eyes off of you. Um, Of course, Hagrid is like, nah, why would Snape do that? Harry, I found out something about him. He tried to get past that three-headed dog on Halloween. It bit him. We think he was trying to steal whatever it's guarding. And Hagrid, how do you know about Fluffy? Fluffy! I love that Hagrid names his pets, like, the most random-ass things. I mean, not even random, but just, like, counterintuitive to what they are.
0: No, to him- to him, that three hundred dog what is Fluffy. What
1: happens to Fluffy after this book? Does he just like chill out in the third, fourth corridor, or does he just like go somewhere else?
0: I think he goes to the Forbidden Forest, where all his creatures end up. I suppose.
1: Oh, yeah, that's always that's interesting to me. Um, and then he says, "Yeah, he's mine." Bottom off a Greek, a Greek chappy I met in the pub last year. I went the Dumbledore to guard the. Yes. Now don't ask me anymore. That's top secret. That is. But Snape is trying to steal it, bro. Then why does that... I still don't understand how that has to do with you? Why do you need to know what it is? Just cause Snape is trying to steal it, right?
0: right. Just Harry, mind your business. Mind your business.
1: Stay in your lane. Stop swerving. Um, have you seen that? that no. It's like this. Um, it's like this choir and they're singing like "Stay in your lane." That's sort of it. It's so funny. It's hilarious. It's great. My mom
0: needs that. She, I guess, one of her pastors. Um, my mom's a church lady, for those of you listening at home. And they gave a sermon about staying in your and She's been <laughs> saying it all the time. Like, this year, I'm going to stay in my lane. After she's, like, been all up in my lane. <laughs> and then she's that. like, you need to do this. You need to do this. But I'm going to stay in my lane. <laughs> I'm like, mm. You already knocked me off the road. Continue. I love your
1: mom. Um, Okay. So Harry goes rubbish. Snape's a Hogwarts teacher. He do nothing of the sort. So why did he just try and kill Harry? cried Hermione. Um, This afternoon's event certainly seemed to have changed her mind about Snape. I still think that her, she was yeah. I don't know.
0: Every time I read this, every time I read this, I read it in. Emma Watson's over at unseen. She oh, yeah. voice. So, I know a jinx when I see one. Hagrid, <laughs> I've read all about them. You've got to keep eye contact, and Snape wasn't blinking at all. I saw him. <laughs> ah. Yeah.
1: And and I read. I read. Re- has one read up on counter jinxes? I'm <laughs> just like,
0: I'm, not a petty, <laughs> right now. I'm so petty. I was talking about like, so
1: has she read up on the counter jinxes? She probably hasn't gotten she there didn't yet. She finish that book yet. That's at?
0: the thing. Is like. Oh, you okay, have to Hermione. think about the fact that they are 11, and like, yeah, Hermione's very smart, but she only knows, like, a might, like, a, a small fraction of what she needs to know.
1: I think so that, like, and also, I think that and she they probably assume, is still reading about things, and yeah, hasn't finished it, she but finished the book from yet. what she knows, <laughs> she's gonna be super confident about what she knows. Yeah. I get it, but also, I'm just like, Hermione, chill out. And, but also, cool.
0: and we'll get to it when we get to MVPs, but, like, you
1: know. Okay, and then um, Hagrid goes, I'm telling you, you're wrong. I don't know why ha- Harry's broom acted like that, but Snape wouldn't try and kill a student. Now listen to me, all three of you, you're meddling in things that don't concern you. It's dangerous. You forget that dog, and you forget what it's guarding. That's between the Professor Dumbledore and Nicholas Flannell. Um A couple things. One, they're all wrong, technically. Like, Hagrid is wrong. Cause obviously, Snape has something to, you know what I mean? Like, Snape obviously has a grudge against Harry. Whether he tried to kill him, that's different. Two, yes, they're meddling in things that don't concern them, that is very true. Third, Dumbledore is really putting all of his students in danger because of his friend. Like, he's just doing all this stuff because he's trying to do his homie a favor. But then they can't go in the third or fourth corridor. They're trying to, they're like, I just noticed that. I didn't even write that down. They just popped in my head when I was reading it. Yeah. Dumbledore's a problem. He got the hookup. I messed with Dumbledore, but also, like, he's a problem.
0: <laughs> he literally is. I was, okay, this is also a thing, but I just got back from watching the Packers blow it had terrible game. Shut up, Amani. But...
1: Who are they playing?
0: The Carolina Panthers. Okay. okay. Anyway, there was this old couple, which I, like, I fucks with Packers fans, because, like, the place was packed, and this family was like, sit down! <laughs> hey! Like, from Madison, Wisconsin, we were talking, <laughs> I told them where they could go, they just, lived. they moved here a month ago, I told them where they could go find some cheese curds, and now we're best friends, you know, whatever. But... They grandparents are with them, and they were just like, like the Packers are two, are seven and two. We were seven and zero. Oh. We lost our last two games, but we've lost only we've only lost to undefeated teams. So it's like it's not like all hell's falling apart. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> like you would have thought that we were like like un, like we were completely like just terrible. That's awesome. Like. Aaron Rodgers can't throw himself out of a paper bag. Like that is not true. He was the <laughs> like he was the MVP last year. Like calm down, guys. Old people say what they want, do what they want. They can be rude when they want to be, they can be grumpy when they wanna be. And if they wanna do their homies a favor, they can do that because they've been alive long enough. And what are you gonna do about it? Shut up, get off their lawn.
1: They're gonna die if and they they that's number floor corridor, that's what they're gonna Dumbledore's
0: do. Dumbledore's like Dumbledore's like what? <laughs> And a couple of 11-year-olds for my 185-year-old homie? Like, sure. Get off my lawn. Get off my corridor. Whatever. Old people can do that.
1: <laughs> they can. They do. And they do it. It's one of the things I do. It's one
0: them. of their perks. I yeah. can't wait until I, like... Not that I don't do it already, but I mean, at least it'll be a little bit more socially acceptable.
1: True. Aha, said Harry. So there's someone called Nicholas Lamel involved. Is there? Haggard looked furious with himself.
0: And uh-huh. if Harry... Was any kind of Ravenclaw, he would already know that we've seen Mister Fumel before.
1: But you know, he doesn't have a photographic memory.
0: So, who is your MVP and who are you? Who's
1: mentioning? bitch? Okay, so my MVP is Lee Jordan because he's awesome and his commentary was amazing and great, <laughs> and he's the best. Yeah, he just he makes this chapter really entertaining in a way that like. It's just just way more exciting. I think it adds to, like, the whole feel of Quidditch being, like...
0: Quidditch definitely doesn't have the same flair without without Jordan. And that's one of the things I hate about
1: the movies, but I get also... But at the same time, there's a different, like, with the book, you have to read it. And writing, like, scenes that are, like, constantly action-packed is really difficult to do if it's just a narrator telling it. Because it just gets really, like, boring. But if it's someone, like... He's a commentator, so he has his own, like, flair on it and his own, like yeah personality um which makes it interesting so you know what's happening but also you're like getting to know this character and he's really interesting he makes you laugh and like all that kind of stuff so i say Lee jordan
0: agreed um i give this chapter to hermione she um comes up with the clutch with the blue flames in the jar multiple times i think it's kind of funny though that like um we see these um chapters where like she starts off making blue flames for them to stay warm. And then, like, that's what she does to save them, or to save Harry from the broomstick. It's like, you right. know other magic, but this is your blue flame chapter. Okay. Yeah, and I think she Could also... That's like a mixtape. The blue flame young, chapter.
1: <laughs> young Hermione, <laughs> blue flames. <laughs> okay,
0: anyway. Coming to you, dropping this fall yep. on iTunes. She also, like, helps them with their homework. Like, she just starts to come into her own, and you start to see, like, how useful it is. It must be nice. It must be nice to have Hermione on your side. It must be nice.
1: <laughs> I was gonna start to like harmonize, and I was like, I actually can't sing, so I'm not.
0: I can't. I sing. didn't want to. And I have the flu, so, but I didn't want to. Like, I just went with it. I was
1: like, I was gonna let you do you because I didn't want to like. Add to the mm-hmm. lack of vocals that are in our family, apparently.
0: Yeah. And um, Gryffindor won the landslide. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Got go! Okay. Oh! Okay, sorry. I was
1: thinking what's happening now. Okay. Who's benched? I benched Quirrell because he's um, really dishonest and horrible and he should just own the fact that he's evil. That so, was really random. I know actually... <laughs> that you
0: bitch quarrel because this is a spoiler-heavy, yeah. like, rereading, and we can take into account all of their things, and you know that he's actually the one that was cursing Harry and mm-hmm. that, Snape. But I bitched Snape because I tell you that, too. That's
1: valid. It's
0: mm-hmm. like I've been saying this whole time, if Snape wasn't so horrible, they wouldn't even think that it was him. It's true. He's given them all the ammunition they need to make the wrong conclusion. It's very true. And but
1: he did just try to save Harry. So that's the other thing. Is like
0: yeah, that's why, that's the other so so like, reason why five i five points.
1: But my thing is like the, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't that's why I didn't bench Snake, even though he's horrible and like he's still like, you know what I mean, you got a roster. He's probably yeah. still on the bench. Again, if there were only nine if I only had access to ten players for my for my team Someone gets hurt, and might
0: get in. He
1: has to be in right field, Quarl's on the bench. But we I need someone in right field and between Snape and Crawl for this particular game, I'm going to choose Snape to be...
0: And I understand field.
1: it. But, that's I what I mean.
0: So, yeah. I understand it. I'm just saying, like, I think there is something about, like, the fact that he is consistently going out of his way to bully Harry, which then makes it a complete like... I mean, we're looking at this now, so I don't know however many years removed, but, like, I know for a fact when I first read this book, I was like, "Yes, Nate." Oh, yeah, me too. You know, like... And it's because everything that he does just leads you to that. And, like, yeah, okay, now that I'm older and also because I have, like, hindsight or bias or whatever it's called. Future bias? Whatever it's called, guys. Mm-hmm. My brain. But because of that, I think, like... I still see why they lock onto Snape as being the guy. And it's not just because, like, oh, you know, he looks... You know, like, Marcus Flint looks like he's got control in him. Or, you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> right, it's not, like, Slytherins based on look, how he
1: looks. It's yeah, the Slytherins
0: look it. like a very unpleasant lot. Right. It's like he goes out of his way... To be terrible. To be terrible. And therefore, it only is logical, then, that he... Is trying to, like, hurt... Like, what is... There isn't... From the way that he came at Harry, the first... That first Mm -hmm. potions class, to try to knock him off the broom, it's not a very big leap for an 11-year-old. Because, like, why would you treat a kid like that?
1: Right. That's true.
0: So, yeah, Snape, you were, like, trying to save Harry, but you also got set on fire because you... He, treat them he still dirty. deserved
1: to be set on fire. She like, still sure did. He definitely did. And Even if it wasn't for that particular moment. And you also
0: deserve for Fluffy to bite you. And
1: luckily, Hermione knocked over Quirrell in the process. So it's not like she did it and then Harry was still tripping. Like, you know what I mean? He, didn't, he still was in danger. Like, luckily, she killed two birds with
0: one stone. Right. She didn't know she was killing one bird, but...
1: Exactly. That's, that's it fine. It worked out. Um, okay, so please Next. let us know who you think um, is the real MVP and who is benched in this chapter. If you also want to get technical about... Like half human, half giant, half troll, whatever that relationship relations relations with other, cre magical creatures. Go ahead, you can do that. Really
0: weird. Like we talk about Voldemort
1: babies all the time. Voldemort babies even more. So like um, you can like
0: if a horse and a donkey, they have a mule, right? Mm -hmm. And then mules are they can't have babies. No. So maybe Hagrid couldn't have babies. Because it is still, like, interspecies. You know what I mean? Like, they're not human.
1: I'm more concerned with, like, the size. And the logistics of it all? Yeah, like, the logistics and the, like... Like, yeah. Mostly logistics. Not necessarily, like... Obviously, it's possible. Because, I mean... And even, like, the goblin one makes sense. The goblin makes more sense. I think it makes more sense because even... They're just more, like, short people. So, like, proportionally, it's not weird. Versus, like, a troll... Is like really tall and has like it just and like a giant is like a giant,
0: which and is so always. This is gonna be. This to is me. gonna be a little bit too much, but that can't be like fun for having that.
1: Exactly. That's the other thing. because I'm like, how? Where is the pleasure in this? I don't. Yeah. I don't understand
0: it, and but like you're going swimming somewhere. in there, and the whole point <laughs> is to have some friction. We gotta okay. <laughs> we gotta go anyway. But we're eager Next to hear your thoughts we on are. that. Next week. We don't um, have to get that deep into it, but it's something to think it's about. Not, it's it's something I've been thinking about
1: since I found out that Hagrid was a half giant. I was like, how? How does that work? I was like, twelve. I literally I actually know like eight now that I think about it. Cause yeah, like, by the time I yeah. But you know
0: what's really funny is like I was thinking that when I was older. Yeah. <laughs> but also like It would seem like his dad should be the giant, but if mom's the giant, what? No,
1: if his dad was the giant, that would suck. That would hurt. It would. No. It would, but it would be
0: more pleasurable for the dad. But
1: not for her. She'd probably get... Mm. Mm. That seems like a terrible idea. Mm. Mm. How about No. It just seems like... How about next week we'll, all right, we'll be yeah. discussing Chapter 12, The Mirror of Erised. Um Make sure to read and follow along. You want to join in on this very weird conversation that just happened and all the other stuff that we were talking about. Um, you can join us on Twitter at We Black and Nerds hashtag wizard team. We either, we tend to reply. Sometimes we just, like, favorite or retweet depending on, like, where we are we, in we'll, real life. But, we'll but we, we interact. We and interact. And we like
0: to talk about it. And you can also comment on, um, these um, go up on Facebook, on our page, or the comment on our website. There goes up on Tumblr, and you can blog if that's what you want to do. But I don't think there's really an interactive thing. I mean, whatever, we'll talk. Whatever, just find us and we'll talk. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll talk it out. I have dragon pox, so if you guys can like find a cure for that, actually, it might be splatter grout. You might ew, want to me. Ew, splatter
1: grout. Ew,
0: splatter grout.
1: Well, no, you don't have all the stuff on your face. I think you're good. Kestrels. Yeah, you're good.
0: So it's just a plain old boring ass flu. I
1: think so. I think that's probably for the best. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take, well, some, I'm gonna take some airborne when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> um, although it's probably past the like contagious stage.
0: Yeah, I was feeling um, like good, and then I, yeah.
1: What happens? though It happens. It makes
0: sense. Um. Yeah, but you know, let us know things, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys.